We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. What we are very proud of now is that we penetrate the cabinets. Seriously, I'm, I'm making a serious point. I don't know what half of them are protesting against. We've still got Fauci walking around free. The man should be in irons in the darkest pit. As much as he touts that he cares about it, he doesn't. This is our revolution. It's not theirs. Don't let them take it from you. Don't let them convince you that it's their revolution when in fact it's not. It's ours. And we will have it. It is Tuesday, the 22nd day of November, the year of our Lord, 2022. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams and Pavel. Bruce, let's start with you. How are you today? Healthy and alive. Uh, I'm actually kind of looking forward to this holiday season and just disconnect from the politics and the, you know, and enjoy family time, which will involve politics nonetheless. But, uh, you know. Are you going to make sure that everybody at your... Uh, Thanksgiving dinner this year is um, fully vaccinated. Oh, uh, yeah. Most of my family's already fully vaccinated. Um, now, if you mean poisoned, uh, no, uh, there's only a handful of those that were uh, poisoned. But uh, are you going to make not by sure my that, doing, mind you? OK, are you going to make sure that everybody takes a covid test before they come over? Uh, no. Yeah, actually, actually, we do have a covid test procedure. Um, if uh, if you're feeling sick, um, just stay home. Yeah, that, that's that's kind of our procedure. Are you going to make sure that everybody comes over with a mask just in case? If it's cold enough, if it, if it, if it's like you got a high wind shear, you know, and uh -huh. you, it, it's cold. Yeah, there, there was yeah you may want to come year. over with like a scarf or something, you know. Yeah, there was a time last year where I was actually outside in the middle of winter. And I do remember telling you because like the wind was just it was gusting that day and it was f below well below freezing. And I was like, I could really use one of those masks right now <laughs> because it was burning my face. So in that yeah. sense, you know, it's um, it, it does uh, does work. Uh, but anyway, I'm just pulling your chain there because, you know, Fauci's going to be on TV here in the next day or two if he's not already, already talking about already it. Has, been. Yeah. has he been? Yeah. OK. All right. Yeah. Pavel, how are you today? It's good to see you. I um well it's getting colder. I'm looking forward to the uh, winter sports. Um, so you know, like I said, keeping everybody in prayers and getting a little bit better every time I'm here, man. Isn't there uh, chances of like three feet of snow or something like that up there? I mean, I, I was hearing rumor that it was being predicted uh, pretty soon. You guys are gonna have like three or four feet of snow. We we had it. Well, I mean, it snowed yes. It's not Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, it snowed Saturday. Okay. And yesterday it was really cold. It was like 27 with a wind chill. I went to walk my dog barefoot mm, and, 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 and I love it. No, I, I like, I got used to it and it's, it's the best stress reliever. I like, I love it. And I feel like it keeps me healthy. It's like an old Russian thing. Bruce, you can't, you can't ask him that because he's, he's native Russian. They love the cold. You have to was, understand. Yeah. Like you can't, I, I, I it's, it's not I a like, fair well, question. Of course it, it's Russian. Yeah. It's not a fair question. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, Marty talked about that once when he was on how the weather patterns where you uh, where you're as in like where you stay for a long period of time, it affects your blood. So it does. Yeah. yeah, you you come back from, say, a colder climate or you go to a warmer climate, it's going to affect how you are for whatever that climate changes where you are now. Yeah. And, and the, like the elevation, like uh, MMA fighters, you know, they go train top of the mountain, take their blood out, go and. Another thing that people don't talk about is the allergies. Moving between continents 
if you have a good immune system and, you know, you had allergies as a kid, it's totally, totally crappy experience. Like my eyes would basically bleed and I couldn't breathe like a year or two. Like I know I would take like two weeks from school. That's how bad it would be. And the water too. The water was different. My skin would itch ridiculously. It took like three years to get used to the water. I believe you. Uh, whenever I would uh, spend most of my time pre-COVID hopping back and forth across the Atlantic, uh, I would spend a good number of those times um, not feeling very well. Uh, because mm. not only does the jet lag hit you, it throws your body into all kinds of just awfulness. And yeah, you're trying to rebuild your immune system and get back up to where you were and you feel like crap and you can't eat. And yeah, it's just it, it's a horrible, horrible thing. So yeah, I know exactly what you mean. All right. The mountain uh, regions real quick. Sorry. Yeah, that's the true. Mountain no, you, regions yeah, you spent time actually in, uh, really nice. Uh, yeah, if you, you have allergies or uh, yeah, water problem, you know, as you were talking about mountain regions are like the Rockies, the water that was like the, the clearest, uh, nicest, just tap water that I have ever experienced. Uh, and no allergies at all up there. Uh, it was, it was wonderful uh, in that sense. Something about mountains that just preserves them. Uh, you know what I mean? They're beautiful. In New Hampshire, the White Mountains are amazing. Mount Washington has the highest wind, you know, record speed in the world. There's like 10 snowboarding places, you know, just around everywhere in New England. I do love the mountains and as opposed to the beach. That's just personal preference. I can't wait to take my kid outside and have a snowball fight and build and build a castle, to be honest. Oh, the, it's the little things. Yeah, it's the little things. All right. Uh, moving right along. Where would you like to start today? Pavel, you haven't been on all week. What would you like to talk about? And then I've got some stuff lined up. Maybe you should start doing this if you haven't already. Maybe you should start keeping a notebook. Whenever you have a thought during the week, write it down. So Marty and Ned, when they come on, they have notebooks. Like they just write things down all week of things that they want to cover when they're on so they don't forget. But uh, what's My been friend. on your mind this week? And uh, we'll, we'll okay. just take our cue from you. What do you got? Okay, so I have six notebooks and two uh, whiteboards. Okay, that I feel every so week. You're way ahead. Um, <laughs> you're way ahead. I'd like. I'd like to. First of all, I'd like to mention that Nancy Pelosi got canned, right? Which is awesome. She did. Yes. And well, yeah. From the leadership position, she's still going to be in Congress, unfortunately. But yeah, she's uh, well. What yeah. better? Yeah, a better position for us, I think. Um, and the hot and the, and the laptop. I mean, the things, the investigations that I, uh, Trump's not looking too, too bad, you know, anymore. Maybe it's, it's a, it's so insane to me how over my life, I like, I saw Ukraine form and knew it for what it was. And then I slowly saw the plans develop without, you know, prior to all this, like I didn't, you know what I mean? I didn't see the whole picture or any of that, but it was it now that I, you know what I mean? It's, it worked perfectly. It's just giant spider web of, of, um, illegitimate income, money laundering and, uh, abuse, pure evil abuse of power. Did we talk about, had FTX collapsed last week? Did we discuss that when you were on? I, I can't recall. I'm sorry. Um, we did talk. Yeah. Did we talk we, about we that? Talk, okay. We talked. But that was in the very, very beginning. What happened is you showed me, yeah, we talked, we saw that video and we made, I made fun of the guy basically about the video. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I, that's right. Now I remember. Did you know, I, I, I heard an interview with him when he, where he's being honest and he literally explains like, yeah, that's a great strategy being uber left, super woke, pretending that I'm this, you know, nerd with crazy hair and I'm poor while being a billionaire it's an amazing marketing plan and he literally laid it out it's 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 all a lie all of it he was he was a greedy incredible you know probably intelligent patsy that that robbed robbed hundreds of people thousands yeah i don't, I don't think he was an intelligent patsy i think he was okay. doing as he was told 
And, sure. and the reason I say that is uh, cryptos are uh, the the central powers do not like crypto because it empowers us, the individual. They, they don't uh, they don't like that. I'm starting to believe that the central powers are really are the ones behind like all this cryptocurrency stuff. I'm starting to get an idea that they want it somehow Very to well. set be. it up, crash it, and then create their own system because now Actually, you're used to it and you'll go to theirs. Actually, there's... Yeah, it is possible. There, there's there's some there's more going on with this FTX thing than we're actually being told. For example, uh, let's let's look at uh, this uh, whatever this Bankman Free. Let's look at his uh, his girl or whatever. She is the founder of what the hell was the name of that um, was another uh, crypto exchange or something. Is it the other one that went bankrupt? What name it? I can't think what it is. It was something Fi or something like that. No, not BlockFi. No, not that one. It was Block, on. Yeah, it was on the know. verge. I don't know if it, it wasn't actually Ethereum. Folded. Ethereum? No, no, no. That was no, that's no, no. Facebook, I think. I mean, I I listened to the news today. They listed five. Um, there we go. Or something. We go. Yeah, a lot of not just one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, her name was uh Caroline something or other. I don't know. Ellison, Caroline Ellison. Caroline okay. Ellison, yeah. She had another crypto firm. But anyway, anyway, it, it doesn't matter. She had another crypto firm. She ran stuff through Alameda. That's what it was, Alameda. And this girl, what's interesting about her is her father is the head of the Security and Exchange Commission. Does this sound like it's fishy or anything? Now, this is also the same Security and Exchange Commission head that had a deal with Epstein at Harvard and MIT. There's Good something connection. wrong here. Connecting the dots, yeah. There's something wrong here. Now, I don't know what it is. And then all of a sudden, they start up all this crypto stuff. Where'd crypto come from? Where'd Bitcoin come from? Yeah, that's a good question. And and the, and the, uh, there's a lot of, you know, theories that some Japanese guy, you know, this and that. I, I don't believe that. I think even if it might have been produced or created in one country, it doesn't have to be specific people from that country standing behind it, really. It's... I think it's something to do with mm, American government, Ukraine, China, uh, I bigger don't know. people. I, possibly, I don't know. But that's that was definitely the uh, uh, the money laundering operation they had, which you and I discussed last week about how they uh, they worked it through FTX and they ran it into the Ukrainian National Bank and they were able to convert it into fiat currency. May I correct something? Uh, what Please, I was, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I, yeah. What I meant is that um, cryptocurrency by itself, the concept of it, we know, I, I know, I think we know how it is invented, you know, what it is, how to get cryptocurrency, the concept itself. I, it was a Japanese guy that invented it. I would meant more like, I meant Bitcoin really. And, and the people behind the big, um, you know, like networks, you know what I mean? The, the, the machine that, you know, the, the different, what do you want to call it? Um, you know, cryptocurrency exchanges, like I should the, say. The exchange, yeah, okay. Be yeah. People behind those, I think, is the government. The The invention of cryptocurrency, I think, is it's pretty genius, you know, just using prime numbers, and, you know, ma making unique, finding unique numbers. Yeah, that, the, and that that's that's basically what I'm, I'm uh, what I was referencing when, when, when it comes to cryptos is that's what I, I, I think that's, um, put it this way, if they crash cryptos, if they like do some kind of like centralized and ban cryptos from being used, they're still going to be used. They're not going to be able to stop it because all it takes is you to have a, a wallet on your own website. As an example, people can can donate to that or, or pay using cryptos on that wallet that only you have the address to, you know, so there's there's ways of working around this that you can, you know, continue black market deals, if you will, and not be tracked by government. 
Well, it also depends on the the crypto that you use too, right? Because all of these transactions, I mean, they they placate like Bitcoin is this this big bad anonymous currency that's used by kidnappers and terrorists and whatever. Listen, terrorists, kidnappers, drug traffickers, weapons traffickers, all the organized crime groups, okay? Cartel members, all the rest of it. Government people, you can throw them in there too. None of them want to be any more popular than what they already are, okay? The mere fact that they are known to be in existence is already an inconvenience for them. They don't want any of their activities being tracked, traced, or controlled. They're not going to use something that is listed as a transaction. This is why cartels don't use credit cards. <laughs> this is why the mob doesn't use credit cards. I, I guess they sell them, though. Of course they sell them. Of course they do. <laughs> but but that's the point. I mean, they hey, sell the spoof cards. Yeah. But yeah, like that's what they do. I, I understand. I mean, I've worked several cases involving that stuff. But I mean, it's, it's, it's wire fraud. But they're not going to use something that logs their transactions on the blockchain. It's just not going to happen. Now, the average person out there probably doesn't understand that. I don't know. I'm not the average person. Well, I guess I am, but I, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not stuck in that, in that, uh, I'm not blue-pilled, okay? I'll just put it that way. Now, if you're using something like Monero, that's a little different, isn't it? That's an untraceable cryptocurrency, at least to my knowledge. And then, of course, I think there are others. That, to me, would be uh, would be a more logical course of action if I want to keep my, uh, my transactions off the map. But... Again, let's look at the larger scheme of things. Okay, let's say you're you're dabbling in um, in nefarious things. Okay, such as what these governments and and these regulatory bodies espouse. Right, just for the sake of argument, let's say that you're dabbling in these things and you're using cryptocurrency. Right? No, you're not going to. If you have a choice, as in somebody that's doing a private business deal, a private transaction between you and someone else, what are you going to use? Nine times out of ten, what are you going to do? You're going to use cash, cash or you're going to use some type of an asset, gold or silver coins. That's what you're going to do. Mm. Or something of value, something of high value, like, I don't know, a nice expensive watch or something. Why are you not going to use crypto? Because I would say less than a billion people on this planet even know what it is. That's why. And on top of that, you're going to have a minority of people in the ones that are aware of it that even understand it and how to use it. That's my yeah. personal assumption. So no, if you guys disagree, you go, right. you go right ahead. No, I, I started looking into cryptocurrency like almost a year ago. I bought some, I played with it, and I totally fell out of it. And I, I'm really about, I really want to get into it and look into it right now. Not really for investment, but I want to figure some things out. Uh, just for a little bit of clarification, based on my understanding, um, you can actually trade Bitcoin and it be uh, safe and secure. Uh, basically, don't use an exchange. Yeah, just do it privately. That's where okay. if you do it privately, then there's no trail. But because people use exchanges to do the transactions, there's a, there's a paper trail that's available to the public, if you will. The 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 what do they call it? Ledger. Um, but if you do it privately, wallet which to is wallet. why I was saying, yeah, wallet to wallet, which is why I was saying physical. The, if like you have like physical a, wallet, they just touch. Yeah. Yeah. Or that way, or like I was saying with the, uh, if you had a website that uh, you had a wallet associated with that, they would just send it to an address, but that's still a wallet to wallet. You don't have a ledger uh, trail. I'm interested in physical wallets too. You know what I mean? Like, like the crypto wallets. Um, like it's sort of, it's like a USB stick, you know, yeah. glorified oh, USB stick, but yeah, interesting stuff. I watched the video on YouTube. Some, some guy hacked one, B, there, there was a group of people that had like $6 million and they forgot the password completely forever. So they gave the, um, 
the wallet to this hacker guy and then he did this whole thing and you know he signed up and he actually was able to hack it and give them the money you know i'll do you one better for a small fee of course i'm sure um i'll do you one better i'll do you one better uh i know somebody who had 20 bitcoins okay 20 as in 20 whole bitcoins not 20 pieces or something like that no 20 whole bitcoins he bought them when they were around 50 dollars a coin he lost the hard drive that they were on good investment yes he how lost the hard drive i don't know how do you, he do moved, you keep hiding it he moved like two or three times and then of course I would- then then bitcoin just shot up into you know it just shot up into like astronomical 40 50 60 000, and he couldn't find the hard drive he tore his place apart looking for it and he, he never did yeah. find it i would do the same exactly thing if i if all of a sudden if i had a bunch of bitcoin on, on a oh, wall if i had sudden, a chance like, of getting like millions it. i, I oh, tell, I I tell the whole world how pissed off i am looking for that wallet and then a year later it just disappeared yeah I tell you what, let's uh, let's. Put, you guys got anything else on cryptos? I, I mean, I don't mind talking about cryptos. You got anything else on them? I mean, NF, uh, NFTs are interesting. That's that's really how I want to look into cryptos. Yeah, the see NFTs, how I can NFTs actually like they fell off though, didn't they? Like that whole NFT market just kind of crashed and went away, didn't it? Probably in a big way. They're all going, you know. But I think there's going to be a little bounce. It's something's going to continue. All of this is going to be useful knowledge. I, I'm looking at it as, as just an interesting little thing in the playground that's going on. Like I'm trying to figure it out from the outside, basically. I don't take any of the stuff seriously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, I understand. I mean, I keep a little bit in the exchanges just to toy around. I mean, it's just it's not much, but it's just enough to like see what's in there and and watch certain you know ones and certain tokens and things like that. And see what i can make a couple of mm. couple of bucks here and there it's literally just that so i mean i really don't care yeah it's just it's in there just to be in there i don't care if they seize it go right ahead i really don't care uh nancy pelosi you want to talk about nancy pelosi yeah you mentioned her sure. I, i'm sorry yeah i'm sorry I, she's, she's my out. favorite yeah she's, oh my. she's yeah out. She's, i think i i think i have the audio but go ahead what do, you, what do you want to get into with her i just man i am impressed with how straight her shaky face was when she just lied to her ears you know, she she's brave, you know, she, she, uh, being that drunk and going in front of national television. I mean, the ladies, she don't care. She don't care in a way she doesn't care, you know, in, in a way that I mean, I, I it buckles my mind. She's such a vivid example of just this insanity that's going on. Who takes that seriously? That's Look right. Out. That's right. Yeah, Bruce. I, Look at that is, thing. Yeah. Yeah. This is her speaking at the uh, at the podium there about how she's not going to seek what is that leadership. Pen? That's a pin. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Well, well it might oh. be the pin of the Speaker of the House. I, I don't know. But it's anyway, um, okay. she yeah. is um, she's not going to be seeking uh, another leadership term. However, she's going to remain in Congress. Uh, this was a little bit of her speech as uh, she was departing the uh, the leadership role. And we're sad to see her go. We're really sad because this is a sad, this is a dark day for democracy, isn't it? Yes. The only reason I ever watched like any TV or any, any of this stuff is when I saw her just to cringe and laugh and be sad. Uh-huh. Well, she's halfway lucid in this one, at least somewhat, but you'll see the, uh, the occasional slip here and there. There is no greater official honor for me than to stand on this floor and to speak for the people of San Francisco. Right. This I will continue to do as a member of the House, speaking for the people of San Francisco, serving the great state of California and defending our Constitution. Yes, and with because... great confidence in our caucus, I will not seek reelection to Democratic leadership in the next Congress. 
For me, the hours come for a new generation to lead the Democratic caucus that I so deeply respect. And I'm grateful that so many are ready and willing to shoulder this awesome responsibility. Madam Speaker, standing here today, I'm endlessly grateful for all of life's blessings, for my Democratic colleagues whose courage and commitment with the support of your families have made many of these accomplishments possible. In fact, what would that be? could not have been done without you. For my dear husband, Paul, who has been my beloved partner in life and my pillar of support, thank you. We're all grateful for all the prayers and well wishes as he continues his recovery. Thank you so much. Well, did yes, he get psychological I'll, damage? I'll, <laughs> I bet, like, what is I bet recovering dude's, just? Yeah, I bet the dude's happy that it, when she's up there saying, oh, goodness, okay, great. She's going to be there another two years. That's great. <laughs> Imagine like, looking at me like, I can't wait to oh sleep with that. God. I cannot. I cannot believe the like the unmitigated gall she has. Bruce, did you hear that? She is stood proudly all these years in leadership positions defending our great constitution. Yeah, she only she only brings up the constitution when it benefits her and her position. She doesn't give a rat's anus about uh, the constitution or anything involving it. You know, the whole situation with Paul Pelosi as well. Again, show me some kind of proof. So show me some kind of like doctor's report or photos of him and how he was messed up. Because again, they say he was beaten uh, to an inch of his life. You know, With law enforcement there. Let's see the body cam footage. Let's see those 28 security cams that you had. Let's see the information. You yeah, they know, were all off of that day. You know, just as well as I do, that if if he were savagely beaten and uh, that's a terrible thing. Make no mistake about that, that nobody deserves that. I don't care what they've done. Front page. If it, absolutely that right there, it would be plastered all over every newspaper mm -hmm. and all over every news network as showing that he is a victim. It would be there. I haven't seen picture one, have you? I, I mean, nope. you would have thought that the Gettys would have been all over that. I guess they're too busy funding Just Stop Oil. Oh, yeah, that's where that money's coming from, if you didn't know. That would be everywhere, if that were indeed the case. I, you know what I think? Maybe he just wanted to quit gracefully, and or well, quote, unquote, gracefully, so they, you know, they figure out, hey, you know, you, you'll disappear by, you know, getting uh, humbled to death. I guess maybe maybe that was uh, maybe that was his way of trying to commit suicide. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, who knows? Police assisted suicide, but in this case, it was some uh, gay lover. Uh, that's uh, no. You know, here's the thing. I, I we're we're kind of making fun of it because there is no information. There's no data. This looks like it's it's just for show. It doesn't look real. If it does end up turning out to be real, they show the doctor's report and show the damages that he sustained. Then you know I'll I'll, I'll refrain from joking about it and making you know uh, negative comments about it because it is it is a horrible thing if it's true. But we they're making it as a political it. tool. They, 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 the only thing they're saying, the only thing that makes sense out of anything they're saying about it is like love us now and don't pay attention to the fact that yeah. this guy's like is he still going to prison or did he beat the case or well, what's he, going on he pled, the last i heard and it's been a total media blackout again and when nbc news or abc or whatever it was the the san francisco affiliate when he did the story nobody's seen that reporter since he's been um yeah. on other assignment shall we say he's just gone the, execution the, island 
Uh, don't know. But uh, the guy that's involved, this uh, DePape or DePat, whatever his name is, right? This uh -huh. David, whoever, he has pled not guilty to the charges that were read in open court. And that was the last that I heard about it was that. But there were the Speaker of the House, okay? Speaker of the House, third in line to become the President of the United States, Speaker of the House. They have Secret Service protection for them and their families. They have it. Correct. Where were they? You had 20, was it 28 cameras, you said, Bruce? They had 20, yeah. 28 cameras. Not a single one of them were working that night. Yep. So let me get this straight. You've got the best security in the country. And that's not a joke. Those Secret Service guys, especially, and when I say Secret Service, there are many different departments of the Secret Service, but those guys that do special details that are assigned to political protection figure, like, like political protection, those people, do you understand how sharp they are? Do you understand how good they are? When I say sharp and good, I'm talking they have to qualify to be in that position every 14 days. That is something that a lot of people don't know. For them to be on a special duty protection, they have to be qualified every 14 days. Okay? Every two weeks. You're not an incompetent person if you're placed on a special security detail guarding a political figure. You just touch something that's really important. We used to talk about it. This is what's really, really dangerous. The politicians are all playing idiots. The speeches, this, you know, orientated towards. But the scary part and the dangerous part is they employ high-end professionals. So we, while you look into these idiots on TV, you get the whole idea of like, oh, that's what the government is, you know, is like. That's how they get you, because in reality, it's not Pelosi that's going to come over and ruin your life or, or whatever's going to happen. It's going to be men, sharp men. And absolutely. NBC News in the Bay Area. So the local affiliate in San Francisco has reported this. They spoke with a source familiar with the Pelosi investigation who personally viewed the body camera fo uh, footage that was recorded by officers responding to the Pelosi home in San Francisco, which is in Pacific Heights, actually. It's not even in the district that she is elected to represent. I just thought I'd throw that in there. Uh, the police body camera video that captured the attack on Paul Pelosi and the moments leading up to it contradict one of the details included in the Department of Justice's account of what happened that evening. According to a source familiar with the Pelosi investigation who personally viewed the body camera footage and spoke to the NBC Bay Area investigative unit. Despite this contradiction over who opened the door, the basic facts of the attack are not disputed in the documents. 42-year-old David DePape, De De whatever his name is, is accused of breaking into the Pelosi home and attacking 82-year-old with a hammer. Uh, he's being held on, uh, let me see, he's being held in the San Francisco County Jail, attempted murder, multiple other felony charges, to which he's, again, he's pled not guilty to those charges. They just say that the video and what is being said by the Department of Justice is in contradiction with one another. What the hell does that mean? But it's, they said only one thing. So, so the gist of what it is, the DOJ said law enforcement opened the door. The reporting... With his and left the body hand. body cam footage. <laughs> with the, I don't know. With his left hand. No, no, I don't know. The, he opened the door yeah, with his left law, hand. Law enforcement opened the door is what the DOJ said. But oh, what, the no, reporter said, um, what the reporter said and what the actual body cam footage shows is it was Paul Pelosi who opened the door with his left hand. So uh -huh. that's where the discrepancy is. Now, now it, it's such a minor detail, but in, in life, 
in relationships and friendships and whatnot. You have a friend or significant other or whatever that lies about something so small, so tiny, so easily, cavalierly. Maybe there's something else going on. Maybe there's other details that we should be looking into. That that that's kind of my issue with the DOJ saying it was law enforcement that opened the door. And they know we have no way of proving that true or false. It's just gaslighting. It's yeah, they they will give you a little purposeful light to be caught on because it's a destruction for the, all the other real big lies that they're doing. It, yeah. But then why does and I'm I'm just asking a general question here, but then why does this David character, why does he wait to then attack uh, Paul Pelosi with a hammer after the police show up? He opens the door and then walks back in to the guy with the hammer. Wouldn't you like if, if you're dealing with a break in, if you're simply dealing with a break in and, and somebody's intending on doing you harm, you're going to want to run out like I'm meeting the cops outside if that were me. I mean, if I'm if I'm this guy and I don't have, um, you know, a means of uh, of having security inside my home is and I don't have a firearm or something. But who am I kidding? I'm not going to have a firearm in my home because I've got Secret Service hanging out. I, I'm not going to need that because they're going to take care of that. So I, I, like I'm I'm confused I, I here. You've got the secret. <laughs> oh, I still have the firearm, too. OK, but John, you, you so got the Secret Service. You got the, the, the cameras that don't work. You've got the contradictory uh, statements and the body cam footage. You've got nothing coming out of like the hospital, nothing with the admission, uh, no photos of any kind of injury. And then the dude attacks after the police get there because they took like 30 minutes to respond to what we we sent our Secret Service home for the night. <laughs> Did we send him out to get burgers? I mean, what? What? Don't, this is don't forget. Don't forget when he called in uh, to law enforcement, he called the emergency line. He said it was a friend it was that a was friend. there. Yes, that's right. So, okay, John, you you said you're confused, correct? And Bruce, well, you I mean, said I'm, you're confused I'm, I'm as not well. really. No. I'm not confused per se. I mean, I'm just saying that the entire se- the entire scenario that they're putting together, sure. none of it makes any sense. Makes sense. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm looking at things as uh, from an investigative point of view, and I'm looking at what works and what doesn't. That's what okay. you do. You well, put things together and you see what fits and what doesn't. None of this fits. None of it. Right. Right. And the way I'm okay. And which is you, you're, I'm not contradicting anything you're saying. You're, I'm totally agreeing with you. The way I'm looking at it is the, is, um, there's three questions. One, objectively, is the event like really life influencing? Not really. It's, it's, you know, whatever happened to this one guy. Two, is it confusing you repeatedly? If you answer yes, then, then the third fact is it, 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 it is a distract. It's a destruction. It's distraction. You know what I mean? It's, it, it, if the, we always say that like, the enemy will confuse you, you know, you know, uh, deception is the first rule of war. So we're spending all this time deliberating this kind of a minor event. And I know it's really a joke for us, but that's the whole point to be confused, to discuss, to talk about it over and over and, and get little news here and here. Instead, you know, instead of discussing something that's actually really important. No, I hear you. That's hear what you. it is. It, Being confused is the whole is. point. No, I hear you. At the end of the day, and I was actually going to answer your question at the end of the day. I really don't care about this. I, I mean, if the guy indeed is injured or whatever, I mean, I, I wish him the fastest possible recovery in the world. I hope that whoever the perpetrator was, I hope they catch that person. At the we end of the day, I don't wish anybody anything. Yeah. No, no, of course not. I don't really care. Uh, and, and on that point, I don't really care about the voter fraud that took place that happened on election night. I don't care because... Everybody that was paying attention knew that that's exactly what they were going to do. 
So I don't care about that. They want people to do exactly what you're talking about. They want people to go round and round and round and round in circles, take it to the courts, mm. have it thrown out, have it looked at, have it, have it admitted, bring in these people, bring in that people, have public debate. You're wasting time. You're not fixing the problem. I want the problem fixed. I don't give a damn about your court proceedings anymore. We've been down that road. The courts don't care. We're going to put it to the court of public opinion and we're going to fix it. That's the only way to do this. That's right. the only court that matters. So yes, sir. at the end, of yeah, when it all comes down to it, no, I don't care about the Pelosi thing. No, I don't care about the, the vote fraud thing. No, I don't care about the Donald Trump thing. He's back on Twitter. I don't care. I don't care. Everybody's going, oh, Trump's on Twitter. He's back. Who cares? Why do you care? What are you doing to fix your community? Forget some white knight that's going to come in on some horse somewhere. That's insane. Good I'm hearing the people again. I, I'm hearing them again saying exactly what we were warning about last week, Bruce. They're saying it again. Let's hope that we get everybody that was on board for the 2020 election. Let's hope we bring them back for 2024. These are supposedly conservative people that are out there pushing this. And we fixed, again, nothing. We're not fixing anything. What are we doing? And, and people are saying, oh, well, uh, it's because of Trump that, uh, that Pelosi is no longer Speaker of the House. What? Excuse me? Like, what? Well, yeah, the, this guy's a MAGA guy. Didn't you hear the, the news? The, this dude is a MAGA guy. Oh, yeah, that's what they're saying. It's a political oh. thing. It was a, it was yeah. a hate crime. That's what I originally heard it as. Yeah. Like that's the worst spill. I just, I can't, I, I can't handle it. I can't handle it. I can't. I can't handle it. This is just Joe, Joe Biden goes on TV nationally and says that, you know, the the red MAGA Republicans are terrorists. A few weeks later, there's a terrorist attack on Pelosi's husband, who just had a really disgusting criminal case that, you know, was public. How many coincidences in the row? Like, this is what I think is funny. Entertainment started with soap operas, right? Soap operas, okay? Then it went to like, re like shows like sitcoms. Then it went to reality TV shows. Now we watch in real time, real, really important people doing the show. It's all predetermined. It's all in the back room, predetermined way prior to anything else. It's all a scheme. It's becoming so apparent that all of it is a scheme. The level of corruption on top became so evident. I just, I know and pray that the small group of people that are still trying to figure this out and bring light and justice to this corruption scheme will succeed. And and the best thing, I feel like at least I'm making a little bit of difference locally. Wait, what, what you said is uh, this is a distraction. Um, I also want to point out, though, uh, those to these Republicans uh, that think we get the right people elected, um, you know, we, we, we just get Republicans in there, you know, then then we'll be good. Have you guys been paying attention to the new marriage act that they're trying to push? Uh, the, Tell us uh, about it. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I forget the name of it uh, offhand, uh, but it's um, basically it's uh, codifying gay marriage into the Constitution. Um, now, they did amend it and they said that if you're a religious group or, uh, you know, whatever, basically they made it to where they can't use this act to sue you is basically so there is an amendment in there to protect uh, your First Amendment right. But nonetheless, there's still now, obviously, uh, because there's a split in uh, uh, the Senate, you know, they, they need Republicans to vote as well. How many Republicans do you think are going to vote for this? Just just throw out a number. Just just shoot from the hip. What do you think? The Senate. Um, I'm mm -hmm. gonna, how many seats do we have? Uh, 
40, 47, uh, I, I, I think it's like 40, maybe, maybe 49, 50-ish, somewhere okay. in there. So, so yeah, it is, it it, is pretty it, it's split. almost split down the middle. So yeah. um, I'm going to go with uh, 48. I was going to say, yeah, all of them. Right. So I, I respect the cynicism. I, I do. <sighs> I do respect that. Except there's a handful of senators that weren't in uh, that you weren't taking account for that won't vote for it. So to be fair, there's there's a Cruz, handful that won't. Paul. Yeah. The, yeah, the, the, the typical, usuals. Yeah. yeah Holly, we think. Yeah. 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 Uh, the ones that are voting for it, there's only 12 that are voting for it. They only needed 10 Republicans to vote for it is all they needed, but they got 12. Yeah, they got 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's your typicals. Uh, the McConnell. Chick from Alaska, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, Graham, and, um, yes. Romney. Every episode yeah, is just yeah. like the episode, the previous episode, same characters. Yep. The, the same ones that have been bending over uh, this entire time. They're doing it again. What and, would happen to all the newspapers? Yeah. If if they who would they put on the front page? Nobel Prize winners, scientists. Ugh, but that's, no one's going to buy that. The Nobel, well, science has become a joke, and so is the Nobel Prize. Quite frankly, mm, Macron's Obama. trying to win a Nobel Prize now. They're they're talking about giving should, the Nobel Prize to Zelensky this next. They time. should have special special yeah special one. The oh, newspapers, oh, mm. the newspapers, the newspapers are actually on self-destruct anyway. The New York Times, pre-COVID, the New York Times was actually selling floors of their building so they could keep the lights on in the other floors that they were actually using. So the newspapers, Ironically. I think, are, yeah, they're on their way out anyway. The Ironically, is, Trump kept them in business. He Ironically. did keep them in business. Yeah, that's true. It, it is It is rather interesting, though. Um, I mean, if we if we want to talk about the uh, the media here for just a second, it is rather interesting that we don't need the media anymore, do we? We really don't need not that. At all. Not not in any sense can I see that they're actually useful for anything other than being a a three ring circus. That's the only thing that they're useful for. Now I know that there's a lot of people out there that that still pay attention to them. So I, I mean I I get that, but quite frankly I'm not really concerned about it because if they're not awake by now they're not going to be. So it doesn't really matter. Well, they'll wake the up. point is they'll be forced to wake up. Oh, soon. they'll be forced to. Yeah. But the 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 point I'm trying to make is is that the way that information flows now. People have the ability to be their own independent journalists and their own independent investigative units. They can figure out for themselves what's going on for the most part. I mean, maybe they need to still analyze some more stuff or they need to uh, get different perspective from some, from different people such as ourselves or many others that present the points of view and kind of connect all the um, uh, the, the, you know, the timeline events and things like that. So people can see like the um, um, how do I put it? The zoomed in view as opposed to from 30,000 feet. I don't see a, a need for the media anymore. And the point the point I'm trying to make is the Hunter Biden laptop. You mentioned that when we st- when we started off tonight, right? The Hunter Biden laptop. I'm fascinated with that, yeah. Yeah. It has been 2 years, at least 2 years since it broke the October surprise 20 uh, 2019. No, 20 2020. Yeah, t- the October 2020 is when it yeah. broke. Because that was the October surprise. That's when it started with the New York Post. New York Post mm-hmm. posted it on Twitter, got banned, or their account was locked, I guess, rather. It was locked, and they said it was blatant disinformation, and you couldn't uh, you couldn't get your Twitter account back. You couldn't have control of it back, Dorsey said, until it was removed. But they weren't going to remove it. That wasn't the point. The point was is that, hey, this guy's running for president. This is his kid. This guy does business deals on behalf of his father. You might want to pay attention to this. CBS News finally, finally got around to saying today, well, we have new evidence that says that the Hunter Biden laptop is real. 
Where in the hell have you people been? You know what's real? If you're doing something incredibly sketchy, banks will flag you and report it to the government. It's mandatory. Most people never even know what the hell that is. Once in a while, you see somebody gets a flag. How many flags did Biden family accumulate? 120, 150, something like that. 126, I think was the number, something like that, 29. Over 100, over 100, way over 100, basically. Of like red flag. But they, they, the reports went to them. They're, they're the government. Oh, look, they're telling us we're criminals. Ha ha. It's a fact. I mean... <laughs> We all know Nancy Pelosi and her husband made money by knowing what to invest in. And we all know that they're bullshitting us and then lying drunk on this TV show. And what I realize and scares the crap out of me is when I say we all, the we is actually way smaller than my perception used to think. When I talk to people, eight out of 10, maybe just just have no idea at all whatever is going on or even want to know. And most importantly, they they don't want their opinion changed. They don't want to be, it, it's like their opinion that's formed is like their private property they're proud of. And they'll defend it to the death. Like it's subjective. It's not. Your opinion needs to be as objective as possible. That's the point of it. Instead, they create the one they like the most and hold on to it. Whatever makes them entertain or happy. That's the, it's, it's literally, they're just arguing about soap opera characters. Yeah. The, um... This this whole nonsense, because uh, it's not just, uh, unfortunately, it's not just the Democrats that are doing this. It's also Republicans that are just as scummy and, and corrupt yep. uh, as the uh, as the Dems. The, if you look at uh, Mitch McConnell as an example, look at his wife, look at the dealings that they've done, look at the business that they have, the shipping business that they've uh, uh, run or have. I highly uh, recommend they- watching movie Vice. Vice, yeah. We, we, I mentioned it before. It's about, uh, George Bush. Um, and, uh, Jesus, what was his name? The, the oil company CEO, then he became Bush's. No, 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 no. Um, he was Bush's like, wasn't a, was he vice president? Yeah. Cheney, Cheney, oh, Cheney, Cheney, like the yeah. most evil. Yeah. The most evil character. Yeah. But that movie, I don't even know how they made it. I don't even know how they let them make it. Because if you watch it, like, even though I understand that it's probably only like 60, 70% of reality or less, it already paints them as horrible criminal monsters. But and it's it, it's a Republican. That's why they can do it. But why? So can I make a movie about the president and and and, and make it as realistic as I want to be and I'm not going to get in trouble? Is that no, how it works? It's a Democrat, it's a Democrat right now. Mm. So only so, Republicans can be made fun of because they don't care, right? Yeah, only only yeah. Republicans can be made fun of because they're they're the political whipping horse. You, well, you can't. Thing, you can't this do anybody is, else. Uh, Bruce, they use they created this legal system that is designed to slow down or speed up whatever the hell the hell they want. Now they're designing one that infiltrates your cognitive thoughts. You know how you can think, how you shouldn't think, what's right or what's wrong to think, and it's horrendous. Yeah, but you know, I I would argue they've been doing this for a while. Uh, I was going to say everything I heard KGB was going to do like 20 years ago. It, it's like, it's all happening. Like the, like the yeah. gentleman. Oh uh, yeah. It's insane. Yeah. It, it, this is, um, you, you look back in the, the like back in the sixties and seventies and you look at some of the drugs that were exist in existence back then. Look at where they came from. It was our own government that was manufacturing the stuff that was researching the stuff that created and it. Give it, given acid to patients that were not uh, mental health. You know, there's still a bunch of lawsuits in Canada because United States government like contracted mental health hospitals and they would inject patients that already were just, you know, disturbed with LSD. 
IV. That's I can't even explain how horrible that might be. You know, I mean, we were we were going to discuss. It's not going to be this week, obviously, because of the holiday and everything. But when we have Weston on next week, we're going to discuss a little bit. Uh, and maybe we can talk about it when you come back next week. Uh, maybe we can talk about the MK Ultra program. I uh, really, I'm, I love that stuff. I really want to yeah, do yeah. an episode on all of that. Yeah. This is an interesting uh, take on something. You know, you guys are talking about like drugs and things like that. That's you know, in this this organization. This was on another podcast. Uh, I don't know what podcast this is, and I do apologize for that. But uh, these guys are talking about the connection between what's going on in our southern border, south of the border, the Mexican drug cartels, and their involvement with the American CIA. Now, mm. let's see what they have to say. And what do you think about this? Is the CIA working with the cartels? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, short, short answer is yes. They are. <laughs> yeah, man. Not only the CIA, also, I guess every other agency in the U.S. or every every three-lettered agency in the U.S. DEA, is, CIA, yeah. FBI, you know, like most of those guys are collaborating with, with narcos, uh, not only in Mexico, but all through Latin America, man. And I mean, they're not, it's not like they're, you know, like smuggling drugs themselves, but it's like they're breaking deals. Um, you know, uh, the, the, the narco, um, the drug traffickers in Mexico, the issue has gotten so big right now that it is easily, uh, it's very easy to, to unstabilize a country through, through el narco, you know, through violence, through drug trafficking mm. and all of that shit. And, and <clears throat> I know for a fact that some of these narcos, they don't even know they're being played by, by U.S. agencies to, to destabilize, um, you know, the Mexican government or Mexican forces, you know. So what is what specifically is the U.S.'s involvement with these cartels? Like you told me to watch that that documentary on Amazon Prime, the last I think it's called the last narc. The last narc. Mm -hmm. um, well, who, who was the guy's name? The, it was the Mexican DEA agent mm -hmm. who was basically murdered by um, so a couple drug lords, and mm -hmm. there was a famous or a very well known CIA clandestine CIA agent there, mm -hmm. yeah. Felix Rodriguez. Exactly. Um, and they murdered this guy, this guy who worked for the DEA. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what is their specific involvement and what is in it? What is the incentive to work together? I think uh, the, the involvement has a lot of layers. So one of the one of the main layers, it's, um, I don't know, supplying um, aircrafts or legal entrance under the radar to drug into the U.S. I guess that's something that the U.S. has offered before. But um, there are a lot of uh, there is a lot of collaboration. They're using population as a bribe to cartel in order to use the cartel, which is an army now. They, I mean, they have fifty, you know, fifty cal machine guns on top. Oh, it's an army. Shit, you, it's yeah, an army. it's a real it highly equipped drone armored up real army. Yes, they have so much money. They bought everything. They have higher tech than probably, and that's. They they control the South border really, and they could destabilize Mexico. And if they and if they came into United States, need be to control something or someone for whatever, who knows what happens. It, it, they're playing a long term chess games. There's so many mercenary units the units that the United States controls. There's so many coops that the United States is behind. This is a long long old game. Them being involved in this, I mean that that really shows what this is all about. You know, I and I made the point. A couple of a uh, couple of weeks ago, and I said, "You want to know why they're not doing anything about that southern border? It's because the people that are 
responsible for keeping that running are the people that are responsible for what's going on south of that border. That's why. They have no interest in stopping that. The same people that are laundering that cartel money are the same people that are lobbying to keep the border open. And they're That's allowing it to build the, build the wall wasn't like, like for, for just the naive majority, yeah, we're going to build this big wall. But it was a symbolic statement. Close the border. Stop messing with. I think that's what Trump really meant by build the wall. Like to actual people, the, the, the point was we're going to stop this. Stop the trafficking, the connections, the, the illegal crossing and the assistance. I think that's what build the wall. That's what it meant to me. And then I, I mean, gotta say, on. Yeah, but I, no, I, I hear you. It's, it was a symbolic thing more than anything else. Yes, that's true. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. You could build a wall a, a thousand feet high and a thousand feet thick and a thousand feet deep. It's not going to matter because they're going to tunnel under it. They're going to fly over. They're going to do whatever. Right. It's going to happen. But we're incentivizing people to come to the United States financially. If we cut the incentives, they'll self-deport. If we cut the reason for them to come there, there's no reason for them to go there. Why do you think they're leaving the countries they're in? They don't have any opportunity in those countries because of what that gentleman just said. Because you've got certain three-letter agencies within America that are involved, and they're not the only ones, okay? Let's not just relegate this to... Uh, to the United States and and that whatever that monstrosity of a corrupt establishment it is. I'm not even going to just relegate it to that because you've got foreign governments that are working with those cartels as well. You've got China, more specifically, working with those cartels to bring in that fentanyl across the border. You know that's where it's coming from. Where do you think they manufacture all that stuff? They don't manufacture fentanyl in Central and South America. They don't manufacture it down there. It has to come from somewhere. They don't grow it in Central and South America. Where does the majority of it come from? The opium. It comes from it's Afghanistan. It comes from oh, well, Afghanistan. It used to be like the China. actual yes. heroin. Yeah, in Southeast Asia. That's where it comes from. It's got to be cultivated there. It's got to be synthesized over there and then shipped to Central and South America and brought up. But what you're talking about heroin. Fentanyl is made in a lab. In the lab. Fentanyl, the, fentanyl. Yes, that's what China does now. Yes, that's what they it, do it, now. Yeah. Yes. You have to synthesize it over there. They're not synthesizing that stuff in, in Central and South America, is my point. No, it's They're all, making it's it in China. All, in China, yes. They, and they provide it to the cartel. Yeah, it's it's back, black deals. But again, the, what Chinese did is, like I already said, it's a close strategy to what Afghanistan did to Russia. They flooded them with free drugs. You know what I mean? China, hey, TikTok, big hit. That's that's a that's a wound on America. That's a very 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 deep wound. You've even TikTok, got Democrats. Um, fentanyl. Yeah, you've even got Democrats now, House Democrats and Senate Democrats that are saying, "Uh, TikTok, yeah, that's a problem." Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's been, <laughs> it's been a problem. Where have you been? I don't usually feel anger, but just the just the knowledge of how these animals are are using people and and lying to their faces with, and it, with no remorse just well, sad and, and yeah yeah that's what those organizations do i mean that that's just what they do that's their business that's how it is uh and by the way the uh the mexican military they spend a majority of their time fighting the drug cartels in mexico that's what they do but i wanted to play this um house republicans we, we were talking about the biden thing and this everything that they're investigating plays into what's going on at that southern border that's why i'm i'm playing this now bruce is already shaking his head but i'm gonna play it anyway even if it's for lip service and let's see if they're actually going to follow through on any of this since they've now taken back the House. We are releasing a report today that details what we have uncovered. We are also sending letters to the Biden administration officials and Biden family associates renewing our request for voluntary production of documents relevant to this investigation. This is an investigation of Joe Biden. 
the president of the United States and why he lied to the American people about his knowledge and participation in his family's international business schemes. National security interests require the committee conduct investigation, and we will pursue all avenues, avenues that have long been ignored. Committee Republicans have uncovered evidence of federal crimes committed by and to the benefit of members of the president's family. These include conspiracy or defrauding the United States, wire fraud, conspiracy to commit wire fraud, violation of the Foreign Agents Registration Act, violations of the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, violations of the Trafficking Victims Protection Act, tax evasion, money laundering, and conspiracy to commit money laundering. The Biden family's business dealings implicate a wide range of criminality from human trafficking to potential violations of the Constitution. In the 118th Congress, this committee will evaluate the status of Joe Biden's relationship with his family's foreign partners and whether he is a president who is compromised or swayed by foreign dollars and influence. I want to be clear. This is an investigation of Joe Biden, and that's where the committee will focus in this next Congress. Yeah. So, as you said, this is just lip service. Okay, let's say they investigate and they find a whole bunch of things. What is Congress going to do? What are they going to do? You're going to impeach him? What good does that do? You impeach the last president twice. What good did it do? Nothing. He'll be tried so, in the Senate uh, and be thrown out. I mean, at, at, the, at the, yeah, the, at, at the most. He's going to get uh, Robertson get in there? He's not going to get. He's going to get Robertson there to throw him out? Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to get anyone to throw the president out uh, in, in this. But the thing is, they may, they're building the case that they might actually throw him out. It, it, it's possible because they're done with him. He's not useful anymore. Everything they mentioned is exactly the activity we're looking at on the U.S. southern border. And yeah. all that is involved with foreign governments uh, in the Chinese Communist Party. All of that. Yeah, but th this, I think, is just a, for the Republicans at least, this is the pound of flesh that we demand. And then once the pound of flesh is given, the Republican Party is then sated and they will go off to their slumber. That's that's typically what happens with Republicans. They get what little bit of what little morsel they can get and then they go back to sleep. And I think this is what this is going to end up being. Now, uh, I hope this is uh, a little bit of Trump is, is rubbed off on people and he's going to be there. You know, they're, they're going to have a little bit more drive in them to push their Republican uh, representatives to do more than just an investigation. And I actually, as an example, I hope Texas holds Abbott. I hope they hold him accountable for the emergency that he just issued here recently to where they're going to start using like National Guard and all that kind of stuff to protect the border. Um, we actually just had some border uh, border patrol get shot uh, by cartel uh, narcos. They were just talking about they just got I think one was fatally shot and two were injured last week, I think. But this needs to be dealt with like yesterday, uh, the border situation and the Hunter Biden thing. Yeah, it's bad, but uh, we got bigger fish to fry at this point. I mean, we need to put a stop to the State Department and uh, the bureaucracy, all that. That it, OK, you get rid of Biden. You still have the bureaucracy that's basically running the show right now. That they're screwing us over, and and it, what what was the we were we were talking beforehand the trillions of dollars that they're going to be given towards the climate change nonsense? Yeah, I hope you guys like your your four hundred percent increase in prices right now oh, because if they start doing that, yeah, 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 the climate reparations. If they start doing that kind of stuff, 
Yeah, four hundred percent is going to look awful nice here in the next year or two if they do that. Because you're you're going to be hitting nine hundred plus percent if they start doing reparations like that and start throwing out just throwing out our GDP every year and just start handing it out to to random countries because climate change. Yeah. If it looks Good. like a duck, walks like a duck, and clocks like a duck, it's probably a criminal or whatever the hell you think it is. It's like kids would figure this out and judge instantly, be like, oh, he's a thief. It's obvious. It's right there. It, you know, it, it seems like it's what it is. The people look like, you know, they might be doing this. And the position and everything else is, is also there. Like they're walking. They're certainly talking like, the, you know what I mean, criminals trying to cover something. They're acting like it. The problem is people have zero power or zero interest or they're actually interested in seeing how, you know, this develop. To your point about the people that are probably, there could be people that are interested in seeing how this develops. That's, I think, partly why there, there's a darker story to this that is a possibility. The darker possibility is they're showing us all this stuff that's going on, like all the all the negative in the press is is going to uh, report on it and it's going to go all throughout the, the liberal media and or, or the progressive media. And then nothing happens. Just showing you flaunting it in front of you that you had a president, the guy that uh, was supposed to fix the country that you voted for that did nothing wrong. And we impeached him twice. But then when we have someone actually doing criminal actions and actually doing negative stuff towards our country, you know, damage gas, nothing happens. That's the Man. darker story that that I'm concerned is going to end up happening. And I love America, but the saddest and the scariest thing is is pretty much like I said, you know, I don't even know. But sometimes it's 10 out of 10 people that I talk to say that you can't change anything. Doesn't really matter. I have to go to work tomorrow. Let me we'll go watch my show, take a shower and go to bed. And I get it, but you're stuck in that loop. Oh, man, it's just until you make a, make a radical change in your ideology in your life, if you are seeking happiness and change, nothing nothing's going to happen. Action that's is what the, matters. That's the very definition of insanity. If you keep doing the same thing over and over again and expect different results, mm. that's insanity. Yeah, it's, you, you're absolutely right. I th I mean I know what's going on. There's there's it's either I'm crazy and everybody's right or most people are um how should I say it hypnotized um subverted. It's like you know what I mean. I I grew up here reading books about what's gonna happen basically, and it all did. And there's no way it's a coincidence. People are you know everybody's classified. Some people are just fodder for cannons. Some people use this political meat shields basically. It's we're just witnessing what we've been talking about. We're being used as objects. You got any final thoughts, Pavel? I think that they're starting to put a dollar signs on value of people's lives. They're using, you know, like I said, algorithms to just in see see what they can do to masses, and it's absolutely faceless. And you're completely dehumanized to to the, to to the people on top. Um, the only value that they see in you is. The fear of you waking up or the, sh or the fear of their opponents using the better propaganda to sway you their way. Other than that, there's absolutely zero human connection or careness about the people that these individuals are supposed to be the best and the brightest and the most trusted of. How is it that so many beautiful, smart, bright people allow continuously and nonstop corrupted idiots from what it seems to rule this entire country.
do most people perceive them as smarter and, and better than, 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 than they are? I mean, I just don't understand. I, I feel like a- anyone could talk better than half the time, you know, half the candidates talk on national TV. Read better. I don't understand what's going on. That would make two of us. In the, Maybe that's I the point. It, maybe that is the point. Yeah, you got it. You, that's it right there. Uh, Pavel, we will see you next week, yes? Absolutely. It'll be my pleasure. Fantastic. And I hope that you and your family have a wonderful, happy and healthy Thanksgiving. Thank you, guys. God bless we will, you and everyone. Yeah, God bless you too, my friend. We will see you next week. For those of you who'd like to send us some feedback, please do so anytime by sending us an email at dynamicpodcast at protonmail.com. Also, do you like the podcast you're listening to? We do love having you as a listener, and we would ask you to pass this along to five friends. You know, someone you're trying to wake up and get them to think on their own? We would appreciate it very much if you would send them our direction. It's been a pleasure as always, gentlemen. Thank you for being here this evening. Thank you to all of the listeners. Everyone have a great evening. Thank you.